0: Tuesday, December 14th, the 348th day of 2021. There are 17 days left in the year. Good morning, MV. Getting you through In the Know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose. Live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app. Using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast. We're on Facebook, on YouTube. We're also available on Twitter, and the hashtag is InTheKnow.com. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. The recovery and rebuilding efforts uh, still underway in western Kentucky. That's what's on everyone's mind. And we get one day closer to Christmas. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the No. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's B. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing?
1: I'm good, but I'm a little bit jelly.
0: Okay. Why are you jelly? Well,
1: so when you introduced our, our guest co-host. Yes. Her beverage. Uh-huh. I'm a little bit jealous.
0: Oh, I see. Okay, well, we'll get to that in a moment. Uh, You know, today is free shipping day, or historically it's free shipping day. Normally, it's the day, it's the last day you can get free shipping and get things delivered before Christmas. But I would think that your mileage may vary this year because they're just doing it differently. I don't know if free shipping applies today, but it traditionally is. Okay. How are you doing with the shopping? Are you Um, finished? Are you 80%? Are you...
1: I started out really strong, yeah, and I was proud of myself, yeah. But now,
0: got bogged down. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm looking at it, and I'm yeah, like, it's mm. easy,
0: easy to get bogged down. Yeah, over there in chair number two, we say good morning and welcome back to Grayson County Family and Consumer Sciences Agent, very special Agent Natalie Tall. Good morning.
2: Good morning. Welcome back. Thank you. We haven't
0: seen you for a while. I know.
2: I've been in my a for a while. I saw
0: you the day before Thanksgiving. Yes. Uh, and so I got to see you that day, but that wasn't here. Uh-huh. But no. But still counts. Yeah. Uh, the reason that uh, Miss buffles over there is jelly because you have a diet Dr Pepper. <laughs> I do, that she's, girl. She's coveting your, <laughs> Listen, <laughs> she's coveting you your diet. Listen, coveting your diet.
1: Well, no, it's not easy to find them. No, but here is. <laughs> I gave up um, dark beverages. Oh. Okay. What. Probably.
0: Well, it's been a while. Goosh. What, eight, seven, eight, eight years, years ago, ago? something like that. But,
1: yeah. okay. listen,
2: I will do that.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, you'll break the well, rules there for Diet That's Dr. My,
2: like, I have recently started making my own iced coffee, which is more like just like creamer with a little bit of coffee in that it. I don't drink coffee. And so. uh, I wasn't either until this, these children came along and I <laughs> need a little something extra to like, get me through. Well. Um, and Diet Dr. Pepper is my backup. I see. Oh I
1: love it. That's, I do I do a
2: coffee and a diet D P in the morning. That's
0: all right. <laughs> and hey, uh, you you do whatever takes you to be uh, to to be successful yes. and everywhere you need to be. I know you, just like a lot of uh, the tall family, just like a lot of Kentucky families. Uh, either had a rough go of it on Friday night because of the storms or Mm -hmm. watched with, uh, you know, fear and and hurt for those who did suffer damage. In Grayson County, we got, you know, just barely into Grayson County along the Falls of Ruff in that area, got some storm, but that means a lot of that storm went through Breckenridge County. So Mm -hmm. were you all okay on Friday night?
2: Yeah, yeah, we were good. Um, We did wake the kids up and um, get them in the basement, which, Is not something we really have ever done, um, have ever had to do. You know, we just didn't do that when I was kids either. You know, we were the people that were out on the porch watching the storm. But uh, it initially was tracking right towards Kirk and McQuady, which my parents live in Kirk. And uh, we're right there by McQuady. my grandmother's in McQuady. so i was, we were making phone calls. We went to the basement um, and then it trended a little more south so uh, my parents my grandmother and and us we we were absolutely spared um, but yeah it was it was scary there for a little while it was it was it hit very close to to us
0: you know there's a good chance yeah. that those of us um who were on the the more of the tail end you know a lot of the the storms started running out of steam by the time they got to our portion of the state after just all the devastation they had created in western Kentucky. But but probably there are families in Breckenridge and even some in Warren and others that and, and, and probably some in Grayson as well who they're, they're – um, I don't I won't go as far to say that their lives were spared but seeing what was happening in western Kentucky mm-hmm. gave you a really good idea that this is not something to joke around with right. that these potential these storms were had potentially were deadly by the time they got to us so they uh, you know they they served as a as hey you know this this should have your attention and it caused people to do things uh, differently but luckily in our area um not a huge amount of damage and certainly not uh, a loss of life. Uh, quick point weather-wise before we get back to more of the storm coverage. Uh, spotty showers overnight tonight. A higher rain chance to end the week. We're going to see a few spotty showers late today into tomorrow morning. Then a better chance on Thursday through Saturday. We'll see heavier rainfall expected Thursday through Saturday as a front stalls over the region. Multiple rounds of rain uh, could lead to flooding issues in certain portions of the region. Again, it's a broad region. That's not really a localized forecast. Uh, but increasing clouds today, the high of 62. Scattered showers tonight, a little 48. Morning showers and cloudy tomorrow with a high of 65. So it's going to be warm, going to be even warmer on Thursday. And, um, you know, we'll get back down into the 40s early next week as we usher in the arrival of winter Next Tuesday. So we got the solstice is about uh, a week away. We'll talk a little bit more about that later on. Governor Bashir updated the state again yesterday with uh, basically 24 hours, 24 more hours of new information on the cycle and kind of taking all the various data from around the state and passing that along. He said yesterday there are 74 confirmed tornado related deaths here in the Commonwealth. One new death was reported in Graves County, four in Hopkins County, three in Warren County, one in Franklin County. Uh, Now, in total, there are 21 confirmed dead in Graves County, 17 in Hopkins, 15 in Warren, including uh, seven children, 12 in Muhlenberg County, including a five-month-old, four in Caldwell County, one death each in Fulton, Taylor, Marshall, Lyon, and Franklin counties. And that Franklin County stands out to me a little bit. Uh, we'll, we'll tell you more about that in uh, in just a moment. But I was reading that 11 of the 15 people that were killed in Bowling Green were from just two families. Gosh. And they lived on the same street. Uh, seven of them were children. The um, the Brown family they included a Rachel Brown who's age thirty six which I paid you know particular attention to I knew it wasn't my cousin Rachel Brown but anytime you see that name listed you go wow I mean I, I have a cousin name with that same name uh, and her husband Stephen uh, Naria Brown sixteen Niles Brown four and Nolan Brown a child not sure the the age there but then several members of a Bosnian family also were killed. They were uh, Elisa Bessick, an adult, uh, her and children whose ages weren't given, and then some infants, Samantha and Alma. Bowling Green's kind of developed into a larger uh, immigrant community because of that International Center of Kentucky. But they all lived on Moss Creek Avenue, 11 of the 15, and then from these two families were on Moss Creek Avenue, which is off of Russellville Road. So, Uh, Very, very sad to hear about Mm -hmm. that. But then I was also reading uh, from the Associated Press. Every one of these, you know, the governor's talking about the number of unaccounted for people that we have, but he says that number is way higher than the number that we officially know are unaccounted for. But because of disrupted communications or phones that have been lost for whatever reason, they just got a huge amount of people that that are unaccounted for. And every one of these deaths has a story I mean it, it you know every every one of these are an individual who have a different story to tell and so I, I thought this was interesting a two month old whose family tried to protect her by putting her in a car seat, a 94 year old Korean War veteran from Arkansas, a longtime florist in Tennessee who'd recently started a new adventure as an airport security worker, an Amazon warehouse worker in Illinois, and a Kentucky judge known for his common sense. And so it's one thing to see names; it's one thing to see names and ages, mm-hmm. and even names, ages, and location or place of residence. But every one of those has a story, has a, story a, yeah. has a journey they were on, or they played a significant role in some in someone else's lives. And so that's when it becomes, I guess, much more palpable to me that it's not just you know a, a, a number. Uh, I did mention the one loss from Franklin County. And when you hear Franklin County, they didn't they didn't have a tornado in Franklin County, that, that would be Frankfurt. Sixty two year old William Amy of Frankfurt was driving to the state capitol where he worked early Saturday morning when his car was swept off the road by flash flooding in the rain swollen Benson Creek. His body was not recovered until Sunday, about four hundred yards downstream from where his car was discovered overturned in the creek so you didn't have to you didn't have to be in the path of a tornado in order to, storm to in order yeah. for the storms to impact you over the weekend uh, across the state about 26,000 homes and businesses were without electricity i think this was filed sometime yesterday uh, poweroutage.us is a website where that uh, information is tracked through all the various uh, utilities between BGMU, Warren RECC, LG and EKU, which also has more of a presence in western Kentucky. But uh, all, nearly all those in Mayfield are without power. More than 10,000 homes and businesses had no water as of Monday. Another 17,000 are under boil water advisories. And so, uh, you know, I think I saw... Uh, Yesterday afternoon, BGMU said they were down to maybe 3,100 customers, and then we got an update from Warren RECC overnight tonight. So they're all making – overnight this morning, and they are all making strides of trying to get back to – get at least power restored. It was a cold couple of days, made it hard to keep people warm who were trying to figure out that might have been displaced – but the temperatures are have been a little bit better and will be a little bit better the next couple of days. But it's still cold if you have no place to go. But hopefully that's been resolved. Now, how can you help? A lot of people uh, and a lot of different opportunities. But one of the big ones today, the University of Kentucky Athletics Department, is joining forces with WLEX to help raise funds for t- tornado relief today. The Kentucky United for Tornado Relief Telethon Will be from four to eight, so that's three to seven our time, uh, on channel eighteen. If you get that, I know some some cable companies here in our area do get WLEX, but you can watch on their website as well. And even if you can't watch, you may uh, when you call in, you may talk to a UK basketball player, or you may talk to a UK football player, you might even talk to Coach Mark Stoops when you call in to make your to make your pledge. But it will be aired from the Kroger Field recruiting room, beginning at three o'clock our time. And so then uh, that will be they'll go live fully on the station I think at uh, six o'clock our time, so that will be one effort. There also first lady Brittany Bashir is organizing the West Kentucky toy drive. So a lot of people yesterday were, were realized the the toys and gifts that were under the tree for West Kentucky kids aren't under the tree anymore. Right. And so a lot of people started getting on board trying to save Christmas for birth to seventeen years of age. And so uh we'll we'll create a link for you somewhere, but I've got uh, it's uh it's firstlady.ky.gov slash toy drive. You can go there and see all of the details, the do's and the don'ts, what's needed and what's not. And the the first lady and the Bashir administration are also asking for those of you who are already, already maybe collecting toys Consider using their uh, reception points, which are the state police posts and a few others, you try to run those run those gifts through those because a concerted effort will be much more successful than everyone trying to do their own thing. you know how we respond how we respond is important, but also the processes that we use to respond is important they you just don 't want to inundate people and you don 't want you know too much going to one right. area so well, there's someone has to be the gatekeeper on these things, right and
2: i know um kendra and whitney were helping a local farmer actually whose farm was devastated yesterday and they had people there talking and the wait to get off of the parkway in western kentucky yesterday was two hours
0: oh my goodness for
2: trailers to get to where they're going and you know so that absolutely please do the concerted effort take your toys to the to the the police stations or the the State police State post, police yeah, post. sorry. Yeah. Um, because that's, I just, it'll, it will, it will make the process a lot more smoother.
0: Yeah, everyone, I understand everyone feels the need to help drop what you're doing and take off and, and go and what can I do and all hands on deck. Right. And I get that. But a lot of times you can create more congestion. Um, and you can be counterproductive to the effort if you're not going through the proper channels like emergency management or you know other disaster right. people who are in charge of managing disasters like this. Mm-hmm. Now, I understand it's been chaotic for the last couple of days, but FEMA knows how to do this. And once FEMA arrives on site... Then there are protocols that are in place that make it a little more manageable to where they can say, okay, we need you here and we need you there. But you know, it's just like anything else. After a storm goes through, you sort of go, well,
2: right. I mean, you're shell
0: shocked. Like, what? What yeah. do we do now? Where, how do we get started? Where do we? Where do we go? Uh, President Biden will visit Kentucky tomorrow. He'll uh, he'll be at Fort Campbell for a storm briefing. Then he will also visit Mayfield and Dawson Springs, I would imagine he'll also try to get into Illinois and Arkansas while he's in the region and maybe even Tennessee because they they had damage. Nothing like, not to the level uh, level of Kentucky. I did also see that the congressional delegation from Kentucky, all six congressmen and our two senators, where they signed a request over the weekend for a disaster declaration from President Biden uh, they, especially Leader McConnell, was complimentary on how quickly the Biden administration acted to grant Kentucky the escalated emergency declaration, clearing the way for other things. So, you know, there there are no political parties in seasons like this, or at least I would hope there would not be. So um, the president will be in the region tomorrow. I saw a graphic yesterday from our friends at Wave 3 News that. Uh, left a, uh, a big impression upon me that sort of used a map to describe and showcase the path that these tornadoes took. And it's um, left a big impression upon me because I look at Litchfield and Grayson County sandwiched between these two lines. Now, I am fortunate and blessed that we didn't have any more damage than we, than we did, but it could have easily been different. You could, have mm-hmm. easily, you could have easily put Bowling Green between those two lines, or you could have put Breckenridge County between those two lines. And so, you know, talk about counting your, counting your blessings mm-hmm. if you're living where, where we live and where we sit today. But I did think it was interesting if you look down to where these storms entered the state. From extreme western Kentucky down in the Purchase area mm-hmm. and then into Tennessee. And the almost the straight lines that they made, you know, there was no deviation right. in these. You can draw a straight line from Mayfield to basically what Kirk and McQuady mm-hmm. and those areas yep. that you were talking about a few minutes ago. Yeah. And then come into Tennessee into Land Between the Lakes and then just come straight into Logan County, across Bowling Green, into Campbellsville, mm-hmm. where we know there was significant damage before finally that front kind of gave way and, and fell apart. But this was kind of a dramatic image to me to just yes, show you same. the path. When you hear Dawson mm-hmm. Springs, you hear Bremen, and then all of a sudden into Ohio County, into Breckenridge County. It mm-hmm. uh, It's almost chilling in a way to look at it. Now, they are still kind of trying to estimate. They found a baseline, like this was at least an E F two, but then until National Weather Service teams could get uh in the in the region to determine actually study, they're able to look at scenes and say the speeds were this and the speeds were that. So the National Weather Service is continuing today. They have one team in Warren County looking at damage there. They have a second team that will attempt to finish their survey in Ohio County. Team three will finish Logan County and then head to Barron County in the I-65 area. Team 4 will be in the Hart and Greene County areas and they will give the official determination finally on when you look at Mayfield you say there's no way that was only an EF2 right. you
1: know there it had right. to be
0: that in my mind that says an EF4 or or better so we'll find out more information on that in uh, the next few days In non-storm-related news, a reckless driver complaint on the Western Kentucky Parkway became a drug arrest for the LPD. Uh, Late last week, the uh, LPD responded to the 108 mile marker of the eastbound parkway and observed a 2021 Ford truck swerving. Uh, They initiated a traffic stop and made contact with 32-year-old Marcus Kessinger of Morgantown. They detected a strong odor of marijuana coming from the truck Uh, during a search. Their uh, citation states they located a bag of uh, methamphetamine and paraphernalia. He was uh, lodged, but uh, as of time of our story, was no longer listed as an inmate. Uh, What else do you need to know about? Okay, we covered the fundraising. We got all that good stuff. Okay. All right. Just wanted to make sure that you were all up to date this morning. Uh, We got other things on the way, so make sure and hang around here today on In the Gnome.
1: you. Here comes sight, it's low, here comes sight, it's low, the down sight, it's low, the land. Blitz and blitz and all there's a reindeer,
0: pulling all the rain. Well, Today is Booyah Bays Day. made Booyah Bays I one time, it wasn't same. too bad. It's a um, like a stew, but uh, shellfish, finely chopped onion, celery, tomato, a little white wine, uh, garlic. It's a very Louisiana type of dish. And that's why I made it because okay. the Saints were in the Super Bowl. All right. And so I was coming up a little with the uh, cuisine. That's right. Go. It's also a roast chestnuts day today. Uh, you find an open fire, you can uh, roast chestnuts. <laughs> yeah. And then it's the Halcyon days. They begin today the seven days before and the seven days after the winter solstice. Are traditionally thought to be a time of calm and tranquility. Maybe at your house.
1: Yeah, I'm just going
0: to say. <laughs> Probably even, not at my house. Maybe, uh, <laughs> the, when
2: is that going to happen? When does that start? Like, S- supposedly, is there today? Like a time? Like, is there a time? <laughs> Can I sign up for that? <laughs>
0: Natalie, based upon what you told me about your morning, is you've already been disqualified from the Halcyon uh, days. Yes, I have. Or maybe they officially started at I ten forgot. o'clock this morning, or something like that. It, uh, it could be could be rough. Uh, Elon Musk is the Time Magazine's Person of the Year. I thought, okay, um, you know, SpaceX has had a big year. Um, they've had a big couple of years, you know, with delivering delivering cargo, delivering humans to the international space station spacex seems to be serious about our advances into space and the commercialization of space travel where the jeff bezos and the richard bransons of the world they just seem to be like hobbyists you know, like Jeff Bezos is over here sending William Shatner and Michael Strahan for these joy rides into space. And Elon Musk is over here like, we're really doing space travel. So he's o- it's okay with me if he's the uh, person of the year. The heroes of the year are the scientists who helped develop the COVID-19 vaccines. The athlete of the year we mentioned uh, last year uh, last week was Simone Biles. And the entertainer of the year was Olivia Rodrigo. All
2: right, <laughs> yay! I mean, I don't have a,
0: I don't have a better solution than, uh, than her. What is? I ran across. Oh, the FBI is warning: tis the season to be jolly. Well, there's some not so jolly Christmas scams <clears throat> that you might want to be aware of. We talked yesterday that in times of tragedy, they're immediately the ne'er do wells who are trying to capitalize personally on someone else's tragedy. And so they start fake GoFundMes or whatever it might be, and so you need to be cautious this time of year. Um, We also had – a situation um, near to the family a few weeks ago that I found kind of humorous, but somebody who fell for some bait that they saw on social media—that was one of those too good to be true deals. Mm-hmm. Where you know, like the thing that normally would cost fourteen hundred dollars is all of a sudden available for sixty-eight dollars. I mean, there's a that doesn't. <laughs> That doesn't yeah? I'm thinking. To think a little bit more right, about that. right. Take a step <laughs> back, think about it for a minute, and then and then try again. But uh, the FBI has some tips to avoid scams. Check each website's URL to make sure it's legitimate and secure. A site you're buying from should have the uh, HTTPS address, which indicates secure. But also, when you before you click on a link, if, you'll just hover over it. It will show you in the corner of your screen what the actual URL is. And if it looks like nonsense, it probably is nonsense, so just don't click on it. Um, or don't click on the link. Just go directly. Like Start using Google to search for that company and then end up to their There's a little cookie that you've probably used that if it's a discount that you're trying to qualify for, it's probably going to follow you if you go directly rather than taking a suspicious link. If you're purchasing from a company for the first time, do your research and check reviews. Verify the legitimacy of a buyer or seller before moving forward with a purchase. Uh, If you're using an online marketplace or auction website, check their feedback rating. Avoid sellers who act as authorized dealers or factory representatives of popular items in countries where there would be no such deals. Be wary of sellers who post an auction or advertisement as if they reside in the U.S. but then respond to questions by stating they're out of the country on business. That's probably a scam. Always get tracking numbers for items you buy online. And then be suspect of any credit card purchases where the address of the cardholder does not match the shipping address when you are selling. So those are scams for potentially buyers and sellers that may be important to you. (laughs) Here, speaking of breaking the law, here's how you might be breaking the law and not even realize it.
2: Well, that's just what i need. <laughs> Tell me. Well. I'm a little bit nervous. <laughs> I know. One. Can we shut the cameras off please? <laughs> yeah, really. You <laughs> so can hold I'm a piece guilty. of paper up in front of your
0: Getting movies for free. The illegal activity oh. shouldn't be a surprise downloading a movie, album, ebook, <clears throat> audiobook, any other media from a torrenting site is a no-go. It is theft. You should be careful about using images on your site or videos. Unless you have expression express permission or know for sure that the photo is in the public domain, it's not yours to share online. It's unlikely you're going to get nailed for copyright infringement by posting a meme on Facebook, but you should be especially careful when posting images to your website or using images in your videos. If you are trying to find clever ways around paywalls, used to be, you know all new sites were pretty much free but now there are subscription sites and you um if you're trying to go around those unscrupulously like browser extensions or other tricks that is illegal in violation of the digital millennium copyrights act sharing passwords is illegal
2: move along
0: using particular <laughs> I'm search <just> terms <laughs> There are some things you should not search for online, like hiring a hitman or making a bomb. (laughs) Yes, those are things things you should should not do. That's right. And I found this odd. I mean, it's true, but here's, I'll tell you why I found it odd. Downloading YouTube videos. So maybe you find a video that perfectly explains a subject that you're trying to learn. You download the video so you can reference it again later. So you would think there's no harm in that, right? But maybe not. According to YouTube's terms of service, you cannot download content without express permission from the creator. And, of course, the standard copyright laws apply, too. YouTube controls whether you download or not.
2: Thank you. That's where I was going. Why is there a download button?
0: And there hasn't always been like suddenly then there was and like they're just handing you it's kind of handing you a loaded gun or putting a piece of chocolate cake in front of you and saying don't eat that.
2: I feel like the creator should have an option of whether or not a download button should be added to it. You know, if it's going to be a free, you know, YouTube, call me. I have some things
0: to say. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not just limited to that would be my guess. So this, um, if you're trying to raise a family uh, and, and, you know, it's hard. There's not always a handbook. But through community and networking, Natalie, I think you can verify that if you talk with other families or you share ideas, maybe it's a little bit easier.
2: Uh. <laughs> 100%. Okay. Takes a village.
0: So, this is called the red plate hack. Okay. And it's used at dinner time, and it might be a neat tradition that you can adopt in your household. All
2: right.
0: When a red plate is placed on the table at Emily Roussel's house, her four kids know someone in the family is being celebrated. The tradition was started three or four years ago. She said we started out using a special celebration plate for family birthdays, but soon we realized that there were other moments in addition to birthdays that we wanted to hold up as special and be recognized. Our regular dinner plates are white, so red seemed like a good chance to stand out from the rest and highlight a person's spot at the table. She recently shared on Facebook that her daughter had lost a student council election. She was understandably confused when her mom told her the red plate was in her honor. They were celebrating her effort and the effort that she put forward in the election and being willing to put herself out there. Even though she wasn't victorious, she was being celebrated for trying to be involved. So she says parenting happens in layers. And as many opportunities as we can get or create to positively reinforce and encourage, our and build them up, the better. That's kind of neat.
2: That is neat. I'm I like so that in idea. love with that.
0: I mean, so the red. Oh, it's I, I great. won't
2: remember to do it, but it's it is a fantastic idea. Um,
0: someone can surely remind you, like. <laughs> You can tell Siri to remind you (laughs) at 5 o'clock to put a red plate on the table. I don't trust Siri. Oh, okay. And then back to um, the other 'er ne'er-do-wells, people that might be breaking the law or trying to run a scam. Beware of this potential pitfall with modern technology. A Chinese man has been jailed for stealing... $23,000 from his ex-girlfriend's bank account by pulling up her eyelids while she was sleeping to activate her phone's (laughs) facial recognition feature. The 28-year-old man was sentenced to three and a half years in Nanning in southern China over the elaborate theft. He was convicted of using his ex-girlfriend's fingerprints to unlock her phone while she slept in her apartment last year. He transferred $23,500 and then later also used the retinal scanner that we're all using on facial recognition in order to unlock the account.
2: She must Not be like a phone. heavy I was gonna sleeper. Because, like, listen, I'll be throwing bows <coughs> if I wake up and somebody be touching my
1: eyes. Well, so when I was much younger, my little cousin, <laughs> I slept on my aunt and uncle's couch. And my little cousin, he was probably two and a half at the time. Mm-hmm. I worked third shift. I would come in and I would sleep there. But he would, like, lift my eyelids to wake <laughs> me up. Oh <laughs> <laughs> and it woke me up. Yeah, yeah. Like, how do you...
0: Yeah. Sleep I mean, that. Yeah, uh, yeah. People are enterprising. <laughs> I get it. But whether it's the thumb and the thumbprint to open it yeah. up or it's the facial recognition or whatever, you just got to be careful, you know. Yeah. Some people will be yeah. out to get you no matter what. We got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. Have a
1: holly
2: jolly Christmas. And in case you didn't hear. Oh, by golly, have a holly, jolly Christmas
0: this year. Did you know Google's original name was Backrub?
2: Stop it. No.
0: I guess they called it a a working title. But, you know, they have their assistant, the Google Mm -hmm. Assistant, Mm -hmm. that in the same way we use Siri or Mm A-L-E-X-A, or they have theirs, and you just say, hey, Google... You know, do whatever. So I don't use the Google Assistant. But imagine if they hadn't changed their name so you t- needed it to tell you what the weather forecast was or to send a message and say, hey, back rub.
2: I know. I'm going to go back rub that. <laughs>
0: <Like what? laughs> hey, do, you know, do you know what the square root of pi is? Back rub it. Back rub it. Back rub it and it will give, give you the answer. I'm glad they changed.
2: The yeah, yeah, that's it sure. was a good move. It's funny but weird. It was, it was a good move. It
0: was, it was a solid move. Well, while you're on the phone with YouTube,
2: I'll talk. Tell to them, them,
0: tell them to connect you over to the Google department and give yeah. them an ad boy or an ad girl. Give, give them a prop, whichever whoever came along and said uh, this back rub thing isn't going to work. <laughs> like, who whoever walked into the staff meeting that day with the fortitude to say this is foolish deserves um, all the money. The 2022 Golden Globe nominations are out, Best Motion Picture Drama, Belfast, Coda, Dune, King Richard, and The Power of the Dog. I've heard of two of the five. I've not seen any of the five. I don't
2: think I've even heard of them. I was going yeah, to watch King Richard serenity.
0: because it's on HBO Max. Uh, it's about Venus and Serena Williams' dad. Oh, okay. And so I've seen
2: commercials. I think
0: I would enjoy Didn't watching that. I know what it was called. Will Smith uh, is the star. hmm The best performance by an actress in a motion picture, Jessica Chastain for The Eyes of Tammy Faye, Olivia Colman, never heard of her, Nicole Kidman for Being the Ricardos, Lady Gaga for House of Gucci, and Kristen Stewart for Spencer. I've not seen any of those. Mm -mm. I'm familiar with all of them except for Olivia Colman. I might recognize her if I saw her. Best performance by an actor in a motion picture drama, uh, Mahershala Ali Javier Bardem, Benedict Cumberbatch, Will Smith, and Denzel Washington. Some household names there. And then there were a couple of others. Best motion picture animated in Kato, Flea, Luca, My Sonny Mad, Mod, and Raya and the Last uh, Dragon. Oh, I've so seen three
2: of those. Three those of the, great. Three <laughs> of the
0: five are Disney <laughs> movies. Yes. Mm-hmm. Have you uh, Has the tall household seen Encanto? Kanto?
2: You're gonna laugh. Natalie has seen Encanto because I was at a conference last week and there was a movie theater right across the hotel and so me and my friends went and saw Encanto without our children. That's, uh, <laughs> and I was I gonna it. hide it. But um Dustin, thanks to him, when I called and uh <clears throat> was talking to you know, going to bed, Dustin ratted me out to uh, my kids. You, you thought you were in the circle uh-huh. of
0: trust. And he and Dustin violated the circle Mm -hmm. of trust. Hundred percent. Yeah. So did you
2: love it? It was. It was so good. I've heard that it was really good. Yeah, we liked it.
0: And you've seen Luca?
2: Yes, we like Luca. We love Luca at our house.
0: And then Alea seems to be. uh, uh, It's not every day, uh, and it's not even. It's not even multiple times a week, but pretty frequently when Ryan the Last Dragon comes up as a suggestion, she says, "Yeah, yeah, we watched
2: it several times." Uh, when it first
0: came out, not too bad. Best television series, musical or comedy: The Great Hacks, Only Murders in the Building, Reservation Dogs, and Ted Lasso. I've only heard of one of them, and one of them is the only one that deserves to win.
2: I've
1: heard of Reservation Dogs. <laughs> you have, but mm-hmm. I've never I've only watched heard of it. Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso is so good. It is good. Yeah,
0: best television series drama: Lupin, The Morning Show, uh, Pose, Squid Game, and Succession. Uh, I would have a hard time picking between The Morning Show and Succession for me. They're both very good. And then Best Performance by an Actor in a Television Series, Brian Cox from Succession, Someone from Squid Game, whose name I can't pronounce, Billy Porter from Pose, Jeremy Strong from Succession, and Omar Sy from Lupin. I don't know what Lupin is. I
2: don't know what any of those
0: are. (laughs) The Snubs from the Golden Globe nominations, uh, Lady Gaga got nominated for Best Actress for House of Gucci, but Adam Driver nor Jared Leto got nominated for their roles in House of Gucci. Jennifer Hudson got no respect for playing Aretha Franklin. Jennifer Lawrence got the Best Actress in a Motion Picture, and it isn't shocking for that she got the uh, nod for the Don't Look Up, but she is now the only actor born in the 90s to achieve five Golden Globe nominations. Wow. So Jennifer Lawrence, first actor, born in the 90s, who gets five Golden Globe nominations. So good for her. And Meryl Streep, oddly enough, for Don't Look Up, she didn't. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence got nominated, but but no, no love for Meryl Streep for her character in that. If you're a fan of Yellowstone, you may be excited that this weekend, the streaming of The Origin Story, 1883, begins on Paramount+. So it won't be on the Paramount Network. You'll have to get it on the Paramount Plus and stream it. So it's uh, Tim McGraw. It's Faith Hill. It's Billy Bob Thornton. It is uh, Sam Elliott. And then we're learning today in a casting coup, Tom Hanks will Mm -hmm. guest star in some of 1883, the Yellowstone prequel. So... Are you all Yellowstoners at the Tall Household yet? I
2: wish we were. I know what Yellowstone is. Everybody talks about it. I know the hype behind it, but we watch a lot of SpongeBob SquarePants and <clears throat> Bluey.
0: <laughs> we, we do a lot and of. reruns bl- of The Office. We do a lot of Bluey. Yeah. After the kids go to bed and you're feeling naughty, you watch The Office. Oh, no, the kids. Watch the <laughs> Harper loves Dwight.
2: I was going to say. Uh, Kevin. Harper are her learning favorite. to make
0: chili from mm-hmm. Kevin. Yeah.
2: <laughs> she calls I him can... the wit. She says her, her favorite ones are Dwight because he's funny and the one that likes cookies. So,
0: Kevin. <laughs> I can so see Harper
2: <laughs> loving Dwight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's oh, awesome. Yeah.
0: Adidas is releasing a Home Alone sneaker with clever nods to the original movie. So, we're not an Adidas household. But I would ask you, Miss Buckles, would you wear, would you wear these Home Alone Adidas shoes?
1: Okay. Well, hey, if you remember, I wore Adidas before you.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I you, put an end to that.
1: You converted me. <laughs> um, would I wear those? Uh-huh. Um.
2: If they say I'm living alone on the bottom of them, then yes. <laughs> yeah, that's my <laughs> favorite part. I'm living alone. Yeah, living yes.
1: alone. I mean. Yeah, occasionally. <laughs> okay. I don't know where, but I put them on my feet.
0: And not to spoil it for those of you who have it, but for those of you who have seen, and just like that on HBO, which is the reboot to Sex and the City, if you've seen it, you will not be surprised to learn that Peloton shares yeah. took a 5.4% dip on Friday. I read about As that. soon yeah. as yeah. it started streaming. Now, I got it spoiled for me, even though I haven't seen it. I know why. But uh, so Peloton has even tried to put a new commercial out that's like a damage <laughs> control ad, going, yeah. We won't kill you. We won't kill you. So we got to get to a break. We'll come back, finish it up for the morning here on In the Note. Point to ponder for today. Oh, yeah. All right, I'm going to ask you, ladies, uh, fair or foul? All right, you got a real you got to rule uh, whether this is in bounds or out of bounds. There is a chocolate company, I think, somewhere in Europe. It's the Tony Chocolonely Chocolate <coughs> Company, and they make advent calendars. People bought these advent calendars. They got to December the eighth. And realized there was no chocolate behind the December 8th door. So they started fielding complaints. There were parents who were saying their children were in tears. Because they opened the advent door and they got skunked. You know, as as Ruby Sue would say, (laughs) they got the shaft and they done nothing wrong. The chocolate company says they were trying to make a point that, uh, let's see, exactly what they, what they said. Uh, at Tony's, we use our products to communicate our mission to make 100% slave-free the norm in chocolate. And so they were trying to make a political statement about the imbalance in the chocolate world, which was news to me. I didn't know. Come to find out. Behind door number nine was two pieces of chocolate.
1: See, that was going to be my question. You know, if, if, well, I would probably consult you, but if we <laughs> opened door number eight and there wasn't something there, yeah, well, I mean, sometimes things happen, but let's wait until tomorrow. Now, if door number nine.
2: Well, it's also empty. I'm I like, would be
1: shaking the whole thing at that point. I'd be like, "Is there candy in
0: here?" But. Well, so there were there were mixed reviews. Uh, one said, "I think you're preaching to the wrong people here." Those that bought your expensive calendar did so because they already support your cause.
2: Yeah. But
0: then one parent said that if you have a child on the spectrum. You know, and you have a child with the other challenges and they get to like, they're like, I open a door, I get, and there's nothing there. They're not going to, they're not necessarily going to understand the message that's trying to be sent. So fair or foul? There's something about uh, Natalie that she thinks this is funny enough that she's going to call it Fair. <laughs>
2: I think I would just be like, okay, so whoever was stuffing door number eight, see that's me. You know, maybe he had too much to drink the night before, and he was tired, and he missed the door. Yeah, and sometimes you just on don't that get. day or the day that, yeah, sometimes you just this is life. Maybe he had a bathroom break, and he couldn't <laughs> stuff the number door number eight door.
0: If you've ever seen the episode of I Love Lucy at the Chocolate Factory, you understand the pitfalls that can happen.
2: Yeah. So, and then I would just, I'd be like, go get a Hershey bar somewhere and you'll be be all right.
0: Yeah. The (laughs) the company said, we have more to learn in considering how we can make our products as inclusive as possible. Unfortunately, we fail to consider the difficulties empty windows can cause for neurodivergent children and adults.
2: Well, I just think that I wouldn't have got it, okay? Maybe it's because I'm thick or I'm, I don't know, whatever you want to say, but I would. I would have been like, oh, looks like the, you know, chocolatier on door number eight was a little bit tired that day, so. And you just roll with it. Yeah. And then I would have thought that having it in number nine was a mistake. So, I I would, it would have been completely lost on me
0: and it would have made it it would have been funny to me to open door number nine and see there were two yeah exactly
2: well look oh the next day it was picking up the slack (laughs) jerry seinfeld
0: (laughs) would say i'm even steven you know he threw 20 dollars out the window puts his hand in his pocket pulls out 20 dollars. it's kind of the same kind of the same thing on tv tonight the voice live finale part two on fox the season two premiere of i can see your voice and the lifetime, the ghosts of Christmas past. We said earlier in the show, we were talking about a lot of relief efforts that are underway, people trying to help, and uh, collection points, and donations, and et cetera and i spent time in meetings yesterday having conversations like that natalie you spent time yesterday you all trying to figure out uh how you could help through the extension office yes. and so but you all are you all are kind of measuring how you can best be effective and impactful so how are you all handling right. your projects right so
2: we put out there yesterday because we know a lot of extension offices across the state and um surrounding us are doing donation drives right now and and getting getting stuff out and um Whitney and Kendra spent uh, all day yesterday at a local farmer um, in the southern part of the state, or of the state, of the county, um, helping them clean up. And so I think that's what we're going to focus on right now. And we are in contact with the 4-H camp in Dawson Springs. That's where Grayson County actually camps. So we have contacts there, and um, they are, I think, turning into a shelter so we are going to see what the need is starting next week and in the coming weeks, and we are going to organize um, donation drives once the rush has kind of has kind of passed. So that's that's what our game plan is right now. But um, if you want to help and assist with those and be contacted as a volunteer, please let us know. We will keep a running list of those at the office. So when we do be, when we are able to organize a donation drive. We'll reach out to you.
0: I think the key is centralized, trying to yes. centralize efforts and figuring out where people may be uh, running parallel to <laughs> one another and right. then going, you know, uh, let's combine our efforts. And then that way it makes it easier on the end user right. or the, the recipient. So there'll be a lot to figure out with that. But I know across the state yesterday and probably across this part of the country, there were just a lot of people talking, OK, what do we do? What, how do we respond? What right. do we how do we react? So that stuff will become more clear in the coming days. Uh, Today's highlight in history, this date in 2020, the Electoral College decisively confirmed Joe Biden as the nation's next president. In 1799, the first president of the United States, George Washington, died at Mount Vernon at age 67. In 1819, Alabama joined the union as the 22nd state. In 1985, uh, Roger Maris died in Houston at age 51. Birthdays today... There weren't a lot of birthdays to report. Vanessa Hudgens is 33. Tori Kelly is 39. Gone but not forgotten, Nostradamus in 1503. James Doolittle in 1896. Don Hewitt, a famous CBS producer, the guy who created 60 Minutes, was born in the state in 1922. Charlie Rich, the country singer, born in 1932. Chart toppers. Let's go to 1958 and the Everly Brothers, number one.
2: Problems all day long. I hear you, buddy. <laughs> Will my problems work out right
0: or wrong? The joys of
1: raising children, <laughs> right, <laughs> Natalie? going <be> my anthem <laughs> on the way
2: home. <laughs> <Whew>. <laughs> I got 99 of them. <laughs>
1: you just going to put that song
0: on loop? <laughs> problems, problems. Problems all day long. 1967. Was it Mike Nesmith that passed over the weekend from the Monkees? No. One surviving member of the Monkees now, I think. The number one with "Day Daydream Believer this day in 67. 76. Rod Stewart tonight's the night. Mr. Mr. Broken Wings in 85. Another night. Real McCoy in 94. No doubt it's my life in 03. And twenty twelve, Bruno Mars locked out of heaven was number one. Here's a monkey. Natalie, so good to see you. Good to see As you. As always. All. Hopefully um things will smooth out a little bit for you. <laughs> and I really do hope you all have a just a real blessed Christmas. <laughs> Thank and you. You all too. Come back again real soon. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Worrying is like paying a debt you don't owe. Worrying is like paying a debt you don't owe. MB's Pearl Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Natalie Tall, for Beej, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.